theyeshiva.net. This sikha that we're going to learn today, this sikha that we're going to learn today is from Parshas Emmer, it's Chelech Yitzayim, Bekutah Sikhas Yitzayim. So it addresses Rashi about Chadash. I believe Lamad Zion. Shabbos Emmer Tavsh Lamad Zion. 1977. It addresses Adashi about Chadash. Explains Adashi. But from there, branches off and actually explaining two different perspectives, two different models for education, for many other aspects that are connected. So it's a Yisoid in many areas. In Pasuk, Aleph, in Pasuk, V'lechem V'koli Charma, Loi Seichlo. Ad etzem ayayim azah, ad haviachem es karben alekechem, chukas elm lederesechem bechol meshvesechem. The Torah prohibits eating the new grain that grows in the spring till they did not bring the karben oymer. Which means on the second day of Pesach, on Tazayin Nisan, it was an obligation to bring a special offering made from barley flour in the Beis HaMikdash. And the new barley that grew in the spring, the new barley from the new season, is, we take from that barley, grind it into flour, and be it makriv in the Besamikdash. Part of it would be burnt, and part of it would be eaten by the kayan. This was called the carbon oymer. The same night, you start spirit oymer, you start counting. That's all in Parshish Emma. So now, the Vart is, you're not allowed to eat any bread, any cakes, any danishes. From the new grain until you don't bring the oymer. We call it Isr Chadash. The Isr of eating. Mm-hmm. You want to eat, eat bread in the month of Nisan, the first day matzah, whatever it is. You have to eat from the grain that you have left over from last spring, last summer. That's called Yosha, old. What does it mean old? It's from last year. From Tavshin Ayin. Right? If you want to eat from Tavshin Ayin Olive, the new grain that grew in Nisan, Tavshin Ayin Olive, you have to wait till Tazayin Nisan until you bring the cart. The Torah says, You're not allowed to eat the new bread till you bring the carbon. What does Bechomeshweisechem mean, literally? It means in all of your uh, dwellings. The sages of Israel argue. There are those who derived from here that the Eastern Chadosh applies also in Chutzlaretz. As it says, wherever you live. It doesn't say in Eretz Yisrael, is wherever you live. Wherever you live is wherever you live. Another shit is, the Torah is teaching that the commandment on Yisra Chadash only begins after Yerusha and Yeshiva, which means after the Jews inherited Eretz Yisrael, after the Jews settled Eretz Yisrael, they conquered it and they divided it. When Yeshua took the Jews into Eretz Yisrael, it took them seven years to conquer the land, and then it took them seven years to divide it and settle it. Fourteen years. 
So Bechol Moshe means in all your dwellings there has to be already Yerusha Yeshiva. In other words, the first year when they came into there to show the second year, the fifth year, yeah, even though a person had a field, there was no problem of Chadash. Only Moshe Only once there was Yeshiva, everybody was settled. It means after 14 years, after Kibosh and Chiluk, then begins the Yisrochadash. So it's two Shittas of Chachmi Yisrael, what the words Bechol Moshe mean. Either literally wherever you live, including Chutz Laretz, that's the first Shitta of Chachmi Yisrael. Second Shitta of Chachmi Yisrael, no, it's not in Chutz Laretz, it's only in Eretz Yisrael. Bechol Moshe means the first has to be a settlement. Bechol Moshe after your Nisyashiv, you settled, you lived there after it was all divided. That's what Rashi says. With this machlekes, you have in Teres. Yes, he brings in footnote too. It's in Teres Koyenim and it's Masechta Kedushin. The two shittas about Chadash. There's a second machlekes that's not Negea here. Chadash is Bizman Hazel when there's no carbonoimer. That's a separate big machlekes. This is all when there's a carbonoimer. Is it only in Eretz or is it also in Chutzlaretz? There's a second machlaikas when there's no carbon oimer, if there's an Isra Chadash. Just like there's another machlaikas of Sphere so Oimer today is a commandment biblically or not. There's no oimer, just to count from. There's no oimer. That's another machlaikas. And there was a big machlaikas about Chadash, right? So according to some shit, there's no Chadash with Manazah. According to others, there is Chadash. As you know, there's many communities that are Makhbed on Chadash. If you go to. Uh, not one half There's no Korban, there's still Davening. Still davening. What yeah, maybe the replacement for it. What? The brachas in the whole thing. Which brachas? So it's not a replacement. It was done then too. It's not a replacement. itself. We have Svita Saimer. According to the shit that it's not Menatayda, we have Svita Saimer. That's why, what do you say right after the bracha? Why do you say it right after? Because it's not it's not the authentic Svita Saimer. Does was it actually Daf Bechlal? Hmm? Some of the diuk in the Shmaka diuk in Ada 4, the Rebbe's Mazbe, why Rashi says, What's he have to add the words, Mishakavshu Vachalko? Explains, it didn't take 14 years for every single Jew to get their territory. On the eighth year, for example, some Jews got a field already. And they grew grain. Were they allowed to have Chadash or not? If you would just say, Lachi Yerushavi Yeshiva, after you're settled. Mishakavshu Vachalko means all the Jews had to conquer and settle the whole land. So it took 14 years till there was a Chiv on anybody. And that's the dig Bechol Moshe Not the Moshe when you have a Moshe. That could be one Shevet. Bechol Moshe In all the Moshe Vesechem. In other words, everybody is settled. That's what Ashi has, Mishakavshu Vachalko. Why does it actually have to explain the words in Rashi? means wherever you live, wherever you settle. Moshev is Yishuv, wherever you settle. Wherever it should be. 
Literally. Lechayda is a type einfach. And I'll act. Nachma. Bechol meishvei seichem shteid by nachkame mitzvahs. Umehem farun ze posak. Lemashal. It says by matzah. Parshas boy. You should eat matzah. Bechol meishvei seichem you should eat matzah. It says in Parshas vayakal. Don't light a fire. Le sevaru eish bechol meishvei seichem yem ha-shabbos. By a lot of places it says. Um by rube de rube funzei zes nashi nit mefarash. In most places, he doesn't explain what it is. What's bothering him here in the Bechomish Vesechem that he does explain it? Is moving. That's actually not a problem. It's understood. Page 60. Bechomish Vesechem Vashtet Friyel in Parshas Tzav Bameisr von Achilles Dam One of the places it says Bechomish Vesechem is by the Isr of Achilles Dam where is that? That's in, actually in Sefer Vayikra, in Parshas Saf. The Lashon there is also, it says you shouldn't eat dam, you shouldn't eat blood, b'chol Over there, Rashi explains the words b'chol meishveseichem. Zok to Rashi. L'fi she'i choyves ha'guf, ve'eina choyves karka, no'yheges b'chol meishavos. Rashi says, since dam is a choyves ha'guf, not a choyves karka, it's an obligation on the Jew, on the person. It's not an obligation on the Jewish real estate, on the land. Dam is under with land. Right? You have obligations that are on the land of a Jew. This is blood that's under with land, so therefore it applies everywhere. In other words, this, if it would be a chiv on the land, it's an Eretz because in Eretz the land is holy. For example, there's a din of Shemitah, there's a din of Truma. I grow here something, I don't have to have Shemitah the seventh year, I don't have Truma, Maestras. All these halachas are not noyek, because the land is not a holy land. In Eretz the earth has different chiv. But Rashi explains, since Dam is not Karka, so therefore it's Bechol Meshvesech. No, but Chadash, without Chadash is not in Chavis Aguf, not Chavis Karka. But Chadash is not Chavis Aguf. Chadash is on the Karka, it's on the what grows. Unach, my Pashtus is the Issa for Chadash for Bunimit and Aimer, was his Reishis Kzirchem, from Kzira, from the Maharets, that for his Kumanados is not in the Bechalmish Rosech. Rashi says by Dam, it says Bechal Meshvesechim, and explains why is it everywhere, not only in Eretzisrael, because it's a Chavis Aguf, it's not Chavis Kaik, it doesn't do with earth, it has to do with the person. You're not allowed to eat blood, it doesn't do with earth. So you would think by Chadash, which is Chavis Kaik, what's Chadash? Chadash is a din on things that grow, right? That you're not allowed to eat things that grow. There's a special qualification, you have to wait. It's not just like blood, which has to do with the person. So you might think here, and you might think that it's not Noheg Bechal Meshvesechim. The title and that's why Rashi has to explain something here. Because based on the Rashi previously, the Bechal Meishvei Seichem as Chutzlar usually applies to things that are Chayvis Aguf, not Chayvis Karka. Chadash is a Chayvis Karka, in other words, it comes from the earth. So you would think it only applies to Eretz Yisrael, especially that it's connected with the Oimer, which they harvested from the land of Eretz Yisrael. So that's where it applies. So you would think it's not Bechol Meshvesechem as in Chutzlarz. So when it says Bechol Meshvesechem, Rashi explains that at least according to one opinion, Etaka means literally even in Chutzlarz. It is an exception, even though it's an Isser on land, and it's even anywhere outside of Eretz Yisrael. You're not allowed to eat what grows till you bring the carbonite, according to one explanation. 
But this answers why Rashi has to say anything. Granted, Rashi has to explain that there's a Chiddush Ebechol, which we say he means literally. But why do you need a second Pidush in Rashi? In Machkemori, there's Taka Machlaikas. But in Pshat of the Pasuk, remember, Rashi says, what does Bechol, which we say he mean? He says there's an argument. One opinion is Bechol, which we say means literally, wherever you live. Bechol, which we say wherever you live. Where is that? Wherever. Chutzlar Tertisul. Then Rashi brings a second explanation. That it doesn't mean wherever you live. It means only Eretz Yisrael. I, what does Bechol, which mean? After you settled. Why does Rashi have to then bring the second explanation? He could say, B'chol Meshvesecha means wherever you live. Why does he have to say even the first explanation we already explained? Because it's a chayvus karka, it's not a chayvus aguf. Granted. But why is there a need for a second Piddush in Rashi, which is not according to Pashtus Aksuvim, where B'chol Meshvesecha means wherever you live? The kash is not stark. Shengedet filmol, as Bashas Rashi is Moisif and Zakt Friya. There's a klal in Rashi, a very interesting klal. If Rashi brings two explanations in a Pasuk opposite. So the first one is, has preference. But if before bringing both explanations, Rashi gives an introduction. And he says, there are two explanations. There's an argument. The reason he gives that introduction is to tell you that both are equal. One doesn't have preference over the other. So why does he bring one first? Because <laughs> you can't write two things simultaneously. That's a very interesting Klaler Rashi. Right? If you say two explanations, just say, I know there's two explanations, just say, here's one explanation, here's another explanation. When he gives an introduction, there are two explanations, he's trying to say that they're both equal. That's the Klaal and Rashi. When the writing is uh, impeccable in its meticulousness. Like a text message. What's the theory about it? No, the Vart is. The Vart is. Say there's two. Yeah, well, obviously there's going to be two. No, that's fine. But there's going to be two. Well, no. Why do you have to say, why are you saying in the beginning there's two Pedosha? Because before you start the first, I want you to know there's already a second one. Right. Which, which, which has equal preference to the first. You don't I just, say the first one is not enough. Usually. No, or it's the more. The first one has preference. Well, in both cases, the first one is not enough. That's why you have two. In both cases, it's not enough. The question is, if it's not enough, but it has preference, or it's not enough, and the other one has equal preference. That's how much not enough it is. Here Rashi gives that introduction. He doesn't just say two pshatim, like he does often. The Rebbe came up with this cloud because he noticed this, this, this strange pattern in Rashi. Sometimes he'll just say, two explanations, and sometimes he'll give an introduction. So here he gives an introduction. He says, The Chachamim argue about it. And then he says what they argue. Why does he give this introduction? He's trying to indicate that the second interpretation is not further from Pshat 
than the first one. They have equal preference. Each one has a problem, that's why you need the other one, but each one has equal preference. In other words, each one makes as much sense in traditional mikvulchaydah. <laughs> Even if you're going to say Rashi needs a second pshat in Bechol Meshwesechem. Why? Because the first pshat is difficult. Why is the first pshat difficult? Maybe you're going to ask, why should Chadash apply to Chutzlars, to America? It's something on the earth. Usually all the obligations connected to earth are connected to Eretz Yisrael. But there's a special mitzvah around vegetation and produce. Fine. So Rashi has to bring a second pidush. But to say that the second pidush of Bechol Meshwesechem is as literal as the first one is very difficult to understand because literally, ask anybody, what does Bechol Meshwesechem mean? Wherever you live. Wherever you live. Then tell me Bechol Meshwesechem doesn't mean wherever you live. It means only in Eretz Yisrael. Right? But once they settle there, once they settle there, Eretz Yisrael is more, uh, is a more complicated, it's less literal in the words. And yet Rashi gives an introduction to tell us that both are have equal preference. So this is the build-up of Siv Beis. Why Rashi has to say anything, I understand why he has to say something. Because there is a Chiddush here, because it's Chayvah's Karka. But once he does say something, why does he need the second Piddush? And to the extent that the second Piddush has equal preference as the first. The Beer Bazaar. And, and as he adds the last words, Piddush Bechol Mokim. Wherever it says Bechal Meshwesechim, it means wherever they live. And here's the only exception, and this has equal preference. The beer bazaar. Bam Isur Lesaris. Shum Behema Vachaya. Vashtet Frieren Unzer Parsha. Previously in the parsha, there's a prohibition to castrate on any living animal. It means make it infertile. It's called being misanacent. The Pasuk says there, and Yosef Nala to use it for a carbon. The Pasuk says there, You shouldn't do this in your land. So you're allowed to castrate an animal outside of your land? It says, So Ba'atzachem means don't do it in your land. Your land, we have one land. Eretz Yisrael, we don't have another land. We have one land. You know, the Ramban Astam, the Rechag of the Ramban writes that it's a, it's a negative prohibition for Jews to call any country their homeland outside of Eretz Yisrael. It's a ne- Even if they lived there for 2,000 years. The Ramban writes it's an Isra to call another land your land. You live there, but you're a stranger, you're a foreigner. In the Chalami, that's the problem. That's one of the biggest problems. They're not sure. Now, but it says you're not allowed to cast with an animal, but So you would think, what's it literally without anything? Outside of it, just saw you allowed. Comes Rashi. So the post is Rashi of them a fadish. Lekach nemar ba'artzichem. Artzichem doesn't mean only in your land. The rabbis call Asher Ba'artzachem. What you want to say is that it includes all the animals that are in your land. Meaning, 
it's impossible to explain the Pasuk literally that it's only Asr and Eitzisol because castration has nothing to do with earth. It's Chayvus Haguf. Chayvus Haguf means things that have to do with the person and his properties, his animals or whatever. And anything that's Chayvus Haguf, there's no difference between Eitzisol and Chutlot. You can't say you go to Eitzisol, suddenly uh, you're allowed to eat blood. Suddenly you're allowed to eat today. Suddenly you don't have to put on filth. The difference between Eitzisol and Chutlot is the land. Things that are connected to agriculture. But the person is the same Jew in Eitzisol and Chutlot. So Rashi says it can't be that the Torah would say, don't castrate animals in Eretz Yisrael. Outside of Eretz Yisrael, you could castrate animals. Because Sirius is chayvas haguf. The main law, what does Rashi say? The guf of the animal. Huh? Even the guf of the animal. The guf of the, of the animal relative, yeah, and the Jew. But which, that guf stays the same. The earth, Eretz Yisrael is a kedusha. The, the land is kaddish. Oh, so therefore, what does Rashi say there? Huh? So what does it say? means whatever is in your land. In other words, even a behemoth tmeya, even a chayat tmeya, even a, a completely non-kosher animal in Eretz Yisrael, Whatever is in your land, you're not allowed. But it doesn't mean only in your land, right? That means whatever is there, any type of animal, even if you're not going to eat it, it's not a carbon. It's a completely trefa animal. It's an iser to stop reproduction. To, to castrate an animal. Why? Because if it's a mitzvah that's not totally in the land, it can't be a different in Eitzel and Chotlar. That's what Rashi explains. Zetman, therefore, what do we see from here? That this was a given. This, this was not a principle that was negotiable. At the Klal, Kol Chayvus Haguf Nehegaz Ben Baraz Ben Bechotzlar. It is as Eich Tark, as Eich in Pshutish Al Mikriz, Men Salib Dem Mafkia, Dem Vart Ba'artzachem, Fun Zain Pashtun Abtash Kriz, Al Nitzan, instead of some Klal. It's such a strong principle that we're going to take away the literal meaning of the words ba'artzachem, ba'artzachem loitasu, don't do it in your land, to mean that you could do it everywhere. You're not allowed to do it anywhere, not only in your land. But ba'artzachem means something else because it's such a strong principle that a chayvus haguf is noyeg everywhere that we will even take away the literal meaning of will be mafkia. Mafkia means eliminate. The word ba'artzachem from its literal interpretation, so it shouldn't contradict this cloud. And we're not going to say that castrating animals is only forbidden Sometimes Sometimes Rashi says Al Pipshat it's difficult and he brings a drash to explain it. Here he doesn't even do it. It's in a signal of Pshat. That's how much Pshat is that Chavis Aguf is noyak everywhere. The fun is Pashtanagh when he gets him straight in Klal from Klal, then straight in Khalik from Klal, as a Chavis Karkain and Agus Alabadits. At the Klal of Masam Zain Umitum, Echwin and Dara Khapshat of Mansalib them biting them tight when I bought it was an Pashta Taich. But this works then the other way too. The klal has two parts to it. Chayvus haguf is noyeg everywhere, and chayvus kark is noyeg in the United States. So we already saw that for the first part, Rashi was ready to change the literal shot of the word so it shouldn't contradict this klal. So it works the other way too. That the klal that chayvus kark is only in the United States, 
has to apply everywhere, even when in Derech Hapshat you have to change the touch of a word. Azayich bin Yaneinu. Rashi can't say that Bagnugan and Mitim Pirush as Chodesh is Naim Bechutz Lodetz, but says Heipach from them Klalas Chayvus Karka and the Hagas Alabarats. When the Rebbe brings in Nacha Pirush and Bechol Meshvisech Machirush Vishiv, was Der Pirush Hagamel Liknit as in the Vert of Bechol Meshvisechem is Al Azer Abed Nid Bistirit Sim Klala Nal Al Derech Pirush Anal and Beartzechem Leitasim. What Rashi did in Be'artzichem, he does here in Bechol Meshvisechem. Because the problem with the first explanation of Bechol Meshvisechem is it's beautiful pshat, literally, but it goes against the cloud because it's in the Chutzlords, it's a Chayvus Karka. So a Mele Rashi has to, Al Pipshat, add a second Pidush. So it shouldn't contradict this cloud, even though it's not so Geshmak in the words. But what it does is, it keeps it there to throw. Bechol Meshvisechem means it keeps it there to throw. So just what he does, Benegeya Sirus, Benegeya Sirus of an animal, Sirus is making it non non regenerative, reproductive. He does here Benegeya Chadash. No. But over there he only brings one Pidush. Here he brings both. He says, Abel Eich, Del Pidush is Nidglatik. 62 Siv Dalet. Abel Eich, Del Pidush is Nidglatik. What did he bring to Rashi Eich, Del Pidush, as Mekan Shah Chadash Noeg Bechot Slaretz. While Bechol Meshwe Seichem state by Kama Mitzvahs, Un Ummetum Meintis has Nechiv as Eich Bechot Slaretz. But the second Pirish has a major problem. And the problem is that it says many times in Torah, and in every single place it means Chutzlaretz. It means everywhere, including Chutzlaretz. To say that one place in the whole Torah, means not Chutzlaretz, only Eretz Yisrael, is a, is, a, is a very big Chiddush and equally a great difficulty. In other words, is, is, is a type of word that says many times, about many mitzvahs. It says approximately ten times. I mean, in number six, he gives the list of it. Now she said about dam, you remember? Yeah, matzah, Shabbos. I'll tell you what they are. Matzah, Shabbos, the Isra of eating blood, the Isra of eating chalev, the Isra of Malachan Shavuos, the Isra of Malachan Yom Kippur, and the Eritzeach and Ermiklot. Yeah. Nothing to do with earth. Yeah. The only one that's different. The only one. So that's the difficulty here. Taka, you're right. You don't want it to contradict the cloud. That chayvus karkas beretz all, but the word is bechol meshvesechem, and everywhere in the whole Torah it means everywhere. Kumta is as the pirush bechol meshvesechem da adas meint laachi yerushim v'yeshiva is a yotzim and a klal from all under it to understand bechol meshvesechem. The far brings Rashi echtem eshtem pirush. The mitzvah is verstanden with the two pirushim for Rashi is an eshkulim and derech apshat. Now we'll understand very well why Rashi believes that both are equal. In Beide Perushim is the Zelbe Shverekheit, as Bechom Meshwesechim is the Yotzim and Aklam. Like the Eshtim Perush is the Chiyah from Chadish Bechutzlarts and Eisnam from the Klam. Eichlik Pshutish from Mikra Kamal. As Chayvis Karka in the Hegas Elabarets. Like in Svetim Pirush is the Taich from Bechomesh Vesechem, Ayatzim and Aklal from the Taich from the Vertin and Allah and the Ertin and Taylor, who was meant in Allah Meshavas Echot Slarts. Reason Rashi gives you an introduction. There's an argument that because both interpretations 
have equal preference. They both pose the same difficulty. What is the difficulty? Whatever you do with Bechol Mosh you're taking it out of the ordinary, the Klam. According to the second, first Pidush, it works perfectly with the words Bechol Mosh everywhere. But what's the problem? The problem is there's a Klam that Chayvah's Karka is Noyeg in Eretz Yisrael. Chayvah's Haguf everywhere, Chayvah's Karka in Eretz Yisrael. And we know it's such a strong Klam that Rashi was ready to change the words Ba'artzachem Loitasu to mean even chutz large, Ba'artzachem means something else. That's how strong the cloud is. And that's your problem when you say Bechol Mishra Zechem is in Chutz Lord. You have to say, here Chodosh is an exception. Maybe, but it's difficult. The problem with the second Pidush is, it works perfectly with the cloud of Chayvah's Karka only in Eitz But the words Bechol Mishra Zechem, you're taking out of the cloud. It always means. So both Pidushim, you're saying here there's something unique. So why is one better than the other? In both of them, you're saying there's something different here from the whole Torah. So there's a mile, there's, there's, there's one Pidush, there's a second Pidush. So Rashi says both Pidush. So what's the summation here? The summation here is Rashi has to say something about Bechal Meshwe Because, why does he have to say something about Bechal Meshwe Because he said about Dam, that it's Chayvah Saguf and therefore it's Noyeg everywhere, and we would think here it would be different. So Rashi has to explain. No, it's in Chutzlar, it's also. He also needs a second pirush, because the first pirush is very, very not glottic, and both of them are equal. Right? Got it? So you see the build-up, yeah? He must have a second pirush, because it's a big problem that it should be knowing B'chutz but the second pirush has its own problem, because it's a big problem to say B'chol Meshvei doesn't mean Chutz it's when in the whole Torah it does, and both problems are equal, and therefore the preference of each pirush is equal. Oh, okay. The balls of two pirushim are in school. The mimpshata kasos cannot talmud mamulach fragen. Because in pshat both have a school and school means they're both equal. One is not superior to the other. In pshat, even in pshat, why? Because in each one, you're 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 taking out of it. You're taking it out of the context. In each one. One is where you take, you're taking out of the context in wording, and one you're taking out of the context in, in logic, in principle. But you're taking out of the context. Cannot Talmud Mamulach. Talmud Mamulach means a salty Talmud. You know what a salty Talmud means? It means a sharp, a sharp, a sharp Talmud. Yeah. A nuance. Huh? Not a god. A Talmud Mamulach is a. Salty. What does salty mean? Now my question is good. If both problems, if both interpretations have a difficulty, what drove some rabbis to take this difficulty and others to take this difficulty? Both, both are not galactic. So what was behind it? That one interpretation says, I'm going to go with the cloud. What's the cloud that Chayvah's character is only in Eretz Yisrael, even though that Meshvesechimah doesn't mean? That's what I'm going to go with. The other one says, no, I'm going to go with the words. Bechom Meshvesechimah means even Chutzlaretz, even though I'm violating the cloud. What was now the logic? If one has preference over the other, I understand why they take that one. But you say no one has preference. So why did not everybody take number one and number two? There's still an argument. on Rashi, the Hasbarin, Now, he says they're a salty student. Why? The Rashi is already understood. The Sikha can end. 
so to speak. We don't want it to end, but it could end. But a Talmud Mamullah goes deeper now. In other words, technically, fine, there's an argument, but I want to know why. So Rashi explains this in the Mdurich Nutzen, the Mloshen Nechleku by Chachme Yisrael. Nitvi the Loshen Rashi Haragil, Nechleku by Rabbi Seinu Bekayetzebeza. The Mitzvah Meramas, at the Nechleku is forbidden Nitvit and Limut Pshat Aksuvim Rabbi Seinu, nor Mitzvah Shittis, Vitsu Farstein, and Upshats and the Tchunas and Gefilin von Iden, Chachme Yislok de Lakama. Usually when Rashi cites an argument, he says, Nech l'kubay rabbi seinu. Here, he changes, Nech l'kubay chachme Yisrael. What's the difference? He doesn't say they're rabbis, he says they're smart. What's the difference? Usually they're arguing as rabbis. Here they're arguing not as rabbis, but as chachamim. When they're arguing as rabbis, they're arguing how you have to touch the posik. It's based on their scholarship of Torah. What's Pshat in a Pasuk? What's Pshat? What's Pshat? That they're arguing. So it's based on scholarship, on Talmud Torah. Here they're arguing about something else. Two opinions on how to understand Chachachma and evaluate people. It's not scholarship of texts. It's scholarship of people. It's not Rabbi Yisrael who are masters of Torah. It's Chachma Yisrael using Chachma, not on the text of but of people. And that's why, huh? What? And that's why Rashi changes here. Not nechlekul by Rabbi Seinu, but nechlekul by Chachmei because he wants to indicate to this spicy Talmud that from these words Chachmei you should know that in Chachmei there's two ways of looking at it. The Rebbe is not going to explain how when you have to study a person, there's two ways of evaluating the effects of a person. And they had a big machlaikas about this. And that's why they came to different conclusions. What drove the machlaikas wasn't pshat. As I told you, in pshat, both are equal. There's no myelin one over the other. What drove the machlaikas was an underlying theory of psychology and education. Now this is a fascinating idea. Because there's a whole major argument here. right? But really... Really, the background of the argument is completely not articulated. And it has nothing to do with text. Because in text, both opinions have equal uh, holding. The argument was completely on about, about another issue. The beard in them. And, and what, what, what drove the Rebbe to say? There's the words, that Ashi changed. He could have said, Rabbi Seinu, that's what he always says. Chachmei, oh, he changed it. It has to do with Chachma. The beard in them. It actually makes a difference. It actually makes a difference. It reminds me... Uh, What's on Igris Kaidish, a letter that ever wrote to Shazar, the president of Israel, Zalman Shazar? So he quotes him something from Chazal. So something that Chazal say. So he writes, Umedayekani Chazal Veloy Razal. Usually you have Amru Razal and Amru Chazal. Razal is Rabbi Seinu Zachayim Levracha, and Chazal is Hachemen Zachayim Levracha. He says, because what they're saying, Umedayekan, what they're saying is not just. An Indian that a Rebbe says, it's also an Indian of Chachma. But you see the value of what they're saying. 
says, I'm writing to you, not Amru Razal, but Amru Chazal. Explaining why he writes them Dafka that Lash. That it's an Indian Bashtalpi Chachma. So similarly, saying here in the Rash, the beard in them. As you'll see, that the argument here is uh, it's one of the most cutting-edge issues in issues of Chinuch that today are starting to being the, are went into the vocabulary of, of educators, starting to go into the vocabulary of educators. And the Nekudah that's going to be discussed is What's a more effective way of education? Discipline? Limiting a child's or a person's access to something? Or exactly the opposite? Uh, uh, exposure. Exposure and completely empowering the person to figure out a choice. Let's see, the beer in them. Yet the carbon of the vacuum by mention, a bastimton hergish nafshi, basim some taikhotem carbon. Every carbon wasn't just a ritual, it was supposed to evoke a certain um, feeling, a hergish nafshi, huh? a consciousness. Based on the taikhotem, by carbon chattis vashom, a gefil for herato and shuva. Carbon taida. Just enough, you bring a physical carbon. There's the consciousness. Most of the two goats of Yom Kippur. They were public carbonists, but every person was part of it and had to evoke in him a certain hergish. The funas ech verstandig bin yaneinu. The isur tse esen chadosh. For zain tam hapashit, this kedei deishis kitzirchem, so zain hakarben oimer. Dafar eistu from Bayidin. The hakare vahargosha as the mreishis von alo zain azachin was membrein in Lashem, un erzde noch ken zain techel. You tell a Jew, you're not allowed to eat chadash. Why not? You have a field, you have new wheat, you have new barley. You're not allowed to harvest it and grind it and eat, make bread out of it. Why? Because they didn't bring the carbonoimer. What's pshat? The pshat v'pashtas is that the reishich the first harvest has to be a carbonoimer. To bring out by the Jew the recognition and the feeling that the beginning, the genesis of all of his things has to be dedicated to Hashem. And afterwards... He can start eating and benefiting. That's for pastors to Isra Chodesh. After you bring the carbon to the Abishter, you recognize the master of the world, the creator of the world. Now you can eat from it. But first, it has to be brought as a carbon. As the Torah, the Lashon of the Torah, the Lashon of the Torah said, the Lashon of the Torah is that it's Ketzira, it's from, huh? It's from the harvest. It says, when you come to the land, Uktsartem as Ketzira, the Parshish Emmer, you'll harvest her, 
her harvest, and you'll bring the oymah to the kayin. For the So this Eidus is for the Jews who live in the places from where they actually can bring the carbon, which is yeah, any field you can bring the carbonimer from. So they have this hergish, you can go anywhere in Eretz any field. So they have this hergish, oh, I can't go to my field till it goes to God. The same shama goes to people in Eretz Yisrael in another field. Huh? The same shama goes to people in Eretz Yisrael in another field. Ideally, right, but ideally, yeah. <laughs> you feel everyone at car. Huh? Fine. Who the cover? I mean, wasn't the best But the expression is From their cuts, there was no women. Nothing went to God. So in them, France, many shittas by the Chachmi Yisrael. Here, there's two shittas. Ain shit is as Eichzayin and Aser Bechadosh. They can't bring a carbon, but limit them that they can't eat. Since they'll be forbidden in eating, why? Because in Eretz they didn't bring the carbon. They'll know this. They'll have this hakara. As the guides one shit is make a replacement. What should be the replacement? Prohibit something. They'll feel, they'll feel the pain. Oh, I can't have fresh, fresh uh, cheesecake. Why not? Because it's just all they didn't pick the Eimer. What's my problem? What does it have to do with me? It has to do till they didn't dedicate it. It's just all part Hashem. You can't have yours. I, they don't have the full experience of it in the positive. Because they're not bringing the carbon from there. But they have a Zeichel carbon. Listen to this. The veg to the vekin in zeidem hergish is nidurich aser in zeidem chadash. If you want to arouse a feeling, don't limit chadash. Don't aser chadash. Adirab. Let them have everything. <laughs> Let them eat it right away. Don't school for was the felder from the idem bechutzlaritz. Zeidem nitin them gather from bringing the maimer. Uba meila nitin the mister from chadash. By letting them have Chodosh, by saying, over there they have to wait. You don't have to wait at all, you can have it right away. Uh, so they ask why. The answer is because your fields are not in the gathered of Omer. And therefore you can't bring a carbon from it. And therefore there's no Yisr Chadosh. Because there's nothing to wait for. This shows them that they're in a different place completely. And this recognition will make them curious. will make them ask the question of who they are, what they are. And in, inspiring them a craving and a yearning... And therefore, even intensify, perhaps, 
the feeling that Jews have in Israel within them. Because what they have is a yearning, an aspiration. The Lama Nigada, why don't we have it? In other words, what's the difference? The first shitta says, you know what, they can't have the full experience like I just told. It's just not there, it's not happening. At least make some type of limitation. Let it let it squeeze at some point. Let them know there's no grain. They'll say why? You'll say there's a bigger country, it's called Artisol over there. There's a carbon. We Taka don't have that, but we have the negative at least. The issue, you can't do this. So you're harnessing the experience of Artisol in a limited way, also in Khotzlavis. Another Aifin is Fakert. You don't ask her anything. You don't ask it anything. You don't make a replacement. You don't say, okay, you don't have the perfect thing, but here's a replacement. <laughs> Here is my Einer to sit on. No. You know what? You don't, you talk, don't have any is or nothing. By you, you can eat as much as you want. And the reason you can eat as much as you want is because you're in Chutzlords and there's no carbon and there's no field. And that exposure itself... You're not replacing the experience. You're telling them you have no experience. You have no shaykhs to it. You live in a different country. You live in a different place. That reality doesn't apply to you. But that triggers a question. It triggers a wonder. It triggers curiosity. Why am I completely disconnected from it? And this itself can bring out the recognition of the distance of where the person is and therefore the yearning to be able to appreciate and recognize something of what they appreciate and recognize in Eretz Yisrael. And therefore, he says, even be yes, it can ultimately produce that feeling that the Omer is supposed to produce. A divine consciousness. From the complete emptiness that the person originally has. You're not replacing the experience. You're leaving it up to the person's imagination completely. You're not replacing it. On the contrary, you're saying you have no experience of it. And it's you have to create and you're leaving it up to the person to create completely from his own devices. And in a way, that can bring him to a much deeper recognition. Because you're not institutionalizing an Issa. No, everything is Buddha. But you're asking, why is it Mutter? And then you start asking who you are, and in a way, that can bring you to a much deeper recognition, a much deeper awareness, coming completely from within yourself. Not from any institutionalized limitation, on the contrary. From everything that's permissible. But the person themselves will be inspired to a yearning, and it might be inspired to a yearning and an aspiration, that may even supersede and be beyond the aspirated feeling that's in Eretz And these are two shittas in how to evaluate people. What's a more effective means of inculcating a feeling in them? So why we don't run back in some that, that has to do with Bisman Hazah. This is all even Bisman Habayas. This is even Bisman Habayas. You're toifus the tudrachim. 
So it seems that you can closely correlate these two ideas by building self-esteem and not the modern, the modern world is going to build self-esteem, even at the risk of like fake self-esteem, giving people not the real experience, just so they should, just so they should feel good about it. You're not really worthy of it. Fake until you make it. You're not really worthy of it, but you can have the experience. You use the language here, follow monster, but. When you hold back for somebody, you really have to say, you're not, you're not really doing it. So, like, uses to do Everybody's afraid of that. Everybody's afraid of telling somebody to find I can't make a replacement for you. I can't feed you. And in a way, and in a way, that could bring a person to a much greater place than if you would have made a substitute. I can be teaching music to kids. I can't be Okay, you're taking it from that angle. You can also maybe take it a little bit from a different angle. Just like it's a machlekes in place, you can apply the same machlekes to time, different errors. Right? Uh, if you want to, in Lubavitch terminology, right, for example, you could do before Gimel Thomas, after Gimel Thomas. Huh? That's what you were thinking. Or generally, today's chesnes. Or generally, it's it's that concept. Even before, yeah, Yidden lived in a shtetl, in an isolated world, and then they confronted modernity. Or you had Jews who lived in a time, let's say, before, with a, in a time with a lot of inspiration, a lot of giluyim, a lot of oyd, and then they confronted new reality. So one way is. Okay, nothing really changed. We have videos. We have videos. You watch videos. Uh, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll videos. We'll tell stories. We'll make books. We'll make documentaries. We'll have websites. And then we'll, you'll have what we had. Yeah, it's less. It's less. It's chuslar. It's not like so. We do replacements. We know the replacements. There's no carbon nightmare. There's no base nightmare. There's no carbon nightmare. At least the isud is there. At least the isud is there. You should never feel bad. You have that, you have that. Yes, less, it's true, but it's continuing and we're going to do... Huh? Yeah, legacies remain. No, no, it's a very... The other shit that says, no. No, no, no. I have nothing for you. I have nothing for you. It's gone. There's no carbon nightmare. There's no base Your fields have no connection to the carbon nightmare. Therefore, there's no way You know what? Eat. I'm not going to live in it. Right? Say these chachmi yisrael, it's much deeper. Right? Why? You didn't make a replacement. You didn't make any false or pseudo, not that I wish to say the word false, it's not false, but any pseudo or, or, or compromised, diluted replacements. I'm saying here you are in a hollow world. Here you are to your own devices. You have nothing of what we had before. No. Well, what happens now? It's a bad huh? So they say what happens now is, what happens now is. You say, why in some areas the Chazal did institute a replacement? 
a good shaila. this shit. They shouldn't make any replacement. But but it's a very existential idea, and you now have to, from your own nothingness, you have to create your own reality. Listen to this. I'm not creating a reality for you. I'm not giving you no videos. From your nothingness, from your state of toyovavo, you create reality. Now listen what happens. Now you can create an infinite reality. Now you can create a very, very powerful reality. Because you're not limited in a context that I imposed upon you. A structure that I gave you. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not doing that. I'm actually throwing you in into a very dangerous place. I'm not giving you any substitutes. I'm saying, here you are, from your nothingness, build the world. But you may build an infinite mansion. Because it's coming from your... It's coming from... uh, It's coming completely from the inside. And the sky is the limit. Of course you could do the opposite. You could just eat and eat and eat and... Now the question is, you, you get the two shittas or not? It's two very deep shittas. But I saw sure everyone's messed up. Shit, huh? Everyone I saw sure everyone's messed up. <laughs> 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 so they have the full experience. Chutz what do you do now? What do you do with this geographical gulf? But I'm trying to explain just that's true in time. It's also true in kufas and errors. a similar idea. Do you make a new isur, right? Just to maintain the structure. Well, you say, no, I'm not going to maintain any structure. Huh? Well, right. Right. And you know what? It'll work effectively according to one shitta because it'll, it'll, it won't be like I just said, but it'll be something. Right? It'll be something. Or you're going to say, no, here's the reality. And I'm sorry. This is, this is what God wanted in Chutz Lawrence. Find God. Good, we're going to see. We're going we're to see so next. Time. Now, the shayla is, is there any way of, of judging any preference here? We said before both are equal. What about in this shitta? Is there, is there a time to choose one and a time to choose two? So So which, which way? So the Rebbe is going to explain that in every person there's actually two aspects. It depends which aspect you're addressing. The first shitta speaks. The first shitta speaks to a more primitive part of the person that doesn't trust the person. The second shitta speaks to a much more uh, empowered part of a person. I really trust you to the point that I'm going to let go completely. The first shit, I don't really trust you. I have to create a structure for you. If I tell you you can eat chadash, you're going to become an animal. So I have to tell you, no carbon, but no chadash. I don't really trust your imagination. I have to create structure for you. My structure is... Interpretation is called non-dialectical. It's something called dialectical, whether the student's in charge of what he learns, like... They say a kid doesn't turn up for a month, he's healing. You know, they'll turn up when he's ready to learn. No, it's my wife, it's a big shit. And then there's a shit that you have to have structure. Then. You don't rely on the kid to endorse shit. But the Machlech Sebamantas already. Yeah, yeah, he wrote it. Chavis Atal Midim. So, 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 yeah, so some say it's a major failure. Others swear by it, right? 
the MS is depends which part of the child you're addressing. You see even some boys in baseball, like never learn to yeshiva, when they're ready, they come, they learn, they go. I mean, it's like, you know, when a person is right. powerful. Right. You mean like the people sitting That's here? Me today, yeah. That's exactly what I want to say. So, so the question is, the, do, you, do you look at people as primitive? And they have to be structured? Or do you look at people as actually very empowered? Empowered. And if you leave it to them, they'll figure something out very creative. That's a deep question. And that's what the two shittas are representing. So it's not really an argument, ultimately. It actually depends which part of the person you're talking to. And different people live in different stages. And at different ages, sometimes it's different stages. So that's what now Sivov is going to address. We said before that whenever Rashi gives an intro, that is an argument, both Pirushim are equal. But my question is, why did he write Taka the first before the second? So you'll say if he would have written the second before the first, he would have asked the same question. You can't write. True. I'll be shot, it's not a question. You have to write one before the other. I mean, what am I going to do? But he says, in Taita, everything is Bidiyuk. The fact that he chose this first and this second, there is a reason for it, even though both are equal. He says, May ain tam, I'll call upon the Epis are reason, at least Bipnimius. Now we'll understand why Rashi brings the first before the second. What's the first Pidush? That Chadash is also in Chutzlaris. Right? Bechomash Vesechim is everywhere. What's the second Pidush? Chadash is not Bechutzlaris. Bechomash Vesechim is Lachidushirishir. So the Rebbe is going to explain these two shittas are two phases in education. The first stage is structure. No Chadash in Chutzlaris. The second stage is yes, Chadash in Chutzlaris. The Chilis Vishn the Tzvei Efanim and Zayin Uftan in it. That erst today from the Rech Asid and Achilles Chadash, they named them Oichel, them Guven Efesh Abahamas. While Das was maternity Essen, I give this Michael read on Nitazayd in the Shomer and Abeke them Guven Efesh Abahamas. When I say you're not going to eat something, who's affected? The Neshama will survive, but if the body craves a fresh Danish from Chadash, it's gonna. Oh, why can I eat? In other words, the way of dealing with the animal and the person is by saying you're not allowed to eat this and the animal gets hungry and then you force the animal to ask why do I have to be hungry? You tell the animal because God exists. There's a behemoth in you and there's a God spark in you. The behemoth in you, if I let you eat, what does the behemoth say? In I just saw you can't eat, I could eat great. The spark in you when I say, you can eat and he doesn't, can't eat, starts asking, why could I eat? What am I missing? Ah, there's something I don't have. And that creates a yearning that brings you even perhaps to a greater place than an Ertesalon. There are 
You understand the word? When you're dealing with the Bahamian, the person, Nefesh Bahamas, the Bahamian understands one language. The language is discipline. You can't eat. It gets hungry. The Bahamian gets decided. Why am I hungry? That's all. The Nefesh is for carrot. You don't have to make a replacement. The Nefesh is is Ruach HaAdam HaOyle you give it to eat. You give it to eat. But it creates a yearning, a chukka. Because the Nefesh Elkis is a chukka to become higher. There's a chukka for truth. There's a chukka for idealism. So creating a substitute history is not what it needs. Is it a substitute or a way of connecting to the past? That's true, but maybe more diluted. Or is it completely something else? It's a way of connecting to the past, for sure. You said that you connected through him, whatever stuff said, I'm going upstairs, but you connected through my trailer. But I'm saying, is it is it not a war, or is it a connection? Or the Hasidim that even Bashar Spidika was living, the whole connection was to a picture, they haven't even seen him, and they, they listened to him. I mean, so is it real? And who said it's fake? Who said it's, uh, who said it's a shallow replacement? Maybe the real connection wasn't for seeing him. Not shallow, not shallow replacement. The kvetch is not so much shallow. Maybe it's a continuum. In a chanami. In a chanami, for sure it's a replacement, for sure it's something. But the second shit is that a deeper way of arousing within them the hergish is not by prohibiting chadosh, but on the contrary, by letting them dream, by letting them imagine, by letting them yearn. Yearning will bring you to a much deeper place. The Balshemtiv says, "The Makam Sheritzoynoi Shal Adam Shamunimsa." What did he mean? He didn't mean you're there physically. Then you don't need the Balshemtiv for that, huh? When you want something, yeah, you're somewhere else. But you want something. That's where you really are. Makam Sheritzoynoi Shal Adam Shamunimsa. Ah, you don't have it. You don't have it. You're deprived from it. Comes the Balshemtiv and says, "Shamunimsa, you're really there." Two completely different parts. When you trust, and if you're able to trust, you're connecting to the person. When you trust your child, you bring out that part. You're bringing out in them. The trust is empowering a soul level reaction. Right. When you don't trust, and you whip them, which they, and there's a time and place for that. We're not, we're not, we're not saying one is better. Sometimes, no, no, I mean whip them. I mean that you take away stuff. You, you so you bring out their privilege. So you bring you, out their. You're uh, talking to the part of them that's maybe not ready to. It's not saying that you don't need structure. Our world today must have it. That's just, you know. But, but you have to have some level of trust. You already connect to the soul. The soul has a yearning. It wants to be good. It wants to connect to truth. That's this point. Ruach ha'adam ha'ayla The spirit of the nefesh al Huh? Ah? Give unconditional positive regard will wake up that part of the person that ultimately wants to heal and be good. The humanistic approach is not... In Kaihelas it says, Ruach ha'bahim ha'yeladis l'mata, Ruach ha'adam ha'ayla so the Rebbe Taitches, the Chiddush Taitches, that the Nefesh of Bahamas, you leave it on its own devices, it just wants self-gratification. The Nefesh of is looking for truth. 
So when you say you can eat chadash, the reason you can eat chadash is because there's no experience here. It's, it's chutzlar. It's trust. Here you are. So there's a yearning. It creates a yearning. It yearns. And that yearning may bring it to a much deeper place than even Bnei Yitzhak. The Ruach HaBehem, on the contrary, you can eat chadash. Okay, I'll go eat. I'll go eat. And that's where it remains. There's no chukah to hire. So which part do you believe in in a person? Do you believe only that they're a behemoth? Then you have to make an iser. If you believe that there's a lakus in them, then you don't have to make an iser. But even but the heart is even in the form of discipline, there at least have to be moments that you that you that you're demonstrating complete trust in the person and therefore helping them see in themselves what you saw in them, which is what? That they're good on their own. I'm telling you, this is Tav Shalom Zion. But it's a cutting edge idea. Al Pisa is Pashtanic to say that in Ashi. Now we'll understand. Rashi is to say that first you got to ask the Chadash. Then you permit Chadash. The Onib, the Eshte Pirush. What's the Eshte Pirush? Representing Aschalos Aveda. But the Huven of Shabbat is not the Tokfam. The Afmantana Zalchapolis was Virkin of the Guven of Shabbat. When your body and animal soul are in their full intensity, you have to do such types of activities that will impact the Guven of Shabbat. You know what stufa is? The second phase step. Then Svetin Peter suppose enough and officialikus. The Rebbe brings in twenty eight. Why do you need both? Reimah Musakel speaks to the Nefesh Alakis. It's it's edelkeit, edelkeit of alakus addresses the neshama that wants to be edel, and forget she's a chelikalikamimal. So it speaks to her because it's, it's part of her experience. The nefesh abahamis doesn't care about that. You have to speak its own language. Was a shiflu saadam. Huh? Yeah. There's one more sif now. I just it's very important about Varan here something. Of Ha'ada twenty two and Ha'ada twenty three. The Rebbe says it's all in Chutzlach. What about Eretz I mean, they didn't bring the carbon name out of every from every field. They brought it from one field. So most fields don't have the carbon name. So it says in 22, Every field is in a state of potential. You could bring them. 
which was the center of Eretz Yisrael. Lachen habracha shaydeis, lachen zu shaydei kol karbonas sibur. Nimshach is bechol Yisrael. Gam badanim bechutz laaretz. Vafilo shaydei parei hachag lachol omis shabayilam. So in a way it is, this is, uh, this, this is mass, but that it is connected to every place. There's one shitter that you could bring the Omer from Chutzlaretz. The difference of the two Rashi's Pirushim is not just the Chutzla, it's a difference difference in Eretz Yisrael. Because according to the second interpretation, when was the Chiyav in Eretz Yisrael only Lachir Shavi Shiva? According to the first interpretation, that Bechol Meshrei Seichem means Chutzla, so when was the Chiyav in Eretz Yisrael? Right away. Right away. These two differences will understand are interdependent. The two Eifanim that Shittas we spoke about is not only B'negei Yidin and Chutzlars who are lacking the Karbonite, but also Yidin and Chutzlars. The first Shittu, Pirush, was his Madrigish B'kedavayda, to the Nehmendem, the Kuvenefesh, Abahamis, Funayidin. The first Shittu, which emphasizes primarily affecting the Nefesh, Abahamis, Halt, as Eichin Eretz Yisrael, is the Hakara, as Reish is Ktsirchim Gehet L'Hashem, Gikum Menita Zemitz Adem Oymir, the Hakrava L'Hashem. According to the first shit, the main uh, focus is that to affect the Nefesh Abahamah. So even in Eretz Yisrael, the main Hakara didn't come so much mitzad the carbon, it came mitzad the Isr. That affects the Nefesh Abahamah. And therefore, when does it start? Right when you go into Eretz Yisrael. Even before they settled in Eretz HaKadosh with Hanhag of Gedusha. Because this could be right away in the beginning of the Avodah. Stopping somebody from eating something affects them. It makes them hungry. And it forces them to have a realization. You know, when you fast Yom Kippur a whole day, at some point, uh, you could start feeling something. But as the Ikim was bringing, didn't say that I caught a hana. 
is the Hakrava from Eimer, was the Memden Efeshalikis. But according to the second shit, the main Indian is the Akrav of the Oimer, which affects the Nefeshul kids. And that's why in Chutzlar you don't have it, because Easter Chodesh is not enough. It's not enough to prohibit something. You need the positive, and that's another difference between the two. The first Eifen, it's enough the negative. The second Eifen... It's not the negative. It's the hakrav. It's the experience of a lakus, the carbon. For this, you need lachir shiva. They couldn't have it the moment they came into Israel. For this, they have to settle in the, in the seder of Israel, which is Eretz Hakodesh, and then they can have that type of impact on the nefesh of lakus. So you understand the last part? Even in Eretz Yisrael, there's two There's a chilek. If it was right away, or it was only lachi yushavishim. If we get a little of a, a, a new part, that the first oifin, shlila is enough. Because that speaks to the guf. You don't have the food, you don't have chadosh. That affects it. The second oifin, it's not shlila. The second oifin, it's the ikir, the chiyuv. It's the carbon, it's the experience of godliness of the carbon oimer that affects the person. And that's what's other for the kiss. In both cases, they're bringing the cover. Yeah, but the question was is it mainly the Isr Chadash before the carbon? Or it's the carbon? So if it's the Isr Chadash, you can start right away when you come to Pentecost. If it's without the carbon, you have to wait for you to show you. You understand? So if you would say about everything, there's no replacement. Let's say carbonus. We have a replacement in davening. We say there's no replacement. But since a person has a goof, a nefesh of Bahamas, so you could, that could be left with nothing. You're right, the Mitzah nefesh of Lekist is a truka. But Mitzah nefesh of Bahamas fart. If there's no replacement, so the person could be left with nothing. That's the Havana. So it can apply to the Purim also. Because we have a. Yeah. Yeah. We also have a. We don't have it. 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 We don
Now you're bringing up Chodesh and Yashon today, Bizman Hazen Chutzlaritz. Okay, so let me address this because it's very easy to get confused here. Now, just to clarify to you what the definition of Chodesh is any of the new grain that has taken root after Pesach, after the time of the Karbanaim, meaning if I planted my grain before last Pesach, right? So by the, the time Tezayin Nisan came, that grain already took root in the ground, even though it grew later. I don't care if it grew, if it grows and harvested later. But if it was planted and it took root in the earth before Pesach, in the soil of the earth, it took root. So then the carbon oven is matirit. That's not called Chadash. That's called Yashem. Even though it grew after Pesach, no problem. No problem. I don't care when it grows. You can eat it. That's fine. Because it was already permitted through the carbon oymer of last year. Or the time of the carbon oymer last year. Chadash means any grain that I planted after the time of the carbon oymer. After Pesach or in the spring or in the summer or in the winter. And now the new grain grows and I harvest it. I have to wait for the new carbon oymer. Okay, so now let's, let's summarize. You should have perspective here and not confuse the various issues. Rashi brings two shittas in halacha. If the Torah prohibits Chadash in Chutz Laretz or not. The first shit is that Bechol Moshe includes Jews everywhere, wherever they live in Eretz Yisrael or Chutz Laretz, Chadash is also. The second shit is not in Chutz Laretz, it's Mutter. Now these are two shit in, 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 in Tanoi, among the Tanoim. The Tanoim argue about this and the Paiskim argue, argue what is the Halacha Lamaisa? The majority of the Paiskim embrace the first shit of Rashi, the first shit of the Tanoim, namely that Chadash is Asur in Chutz Laretz as well. However, there's many other Paiskim who say no. Chadosh is mutter in Chutzlaretz. Min HaToyre, Chadosh is mutter in Chutzlaretz. There's another Shitta that Medirabonon it's Asr in Chutzlaretz. It's mutter min HaToyre, but Medirabonon it's Asr. And then there's a fourth Shitta that even Medirabonon it's not Asr. Medirabonon it's also mutter. Even Medirabonon it's mutter. So you have many different Shittas. In the Ha'aris here, he brings Shalsa, there's a tshuva from the Tzamach Tzedek. Shalsa tshuva's Tzamach Tzedek, Yoyodeya Simen Reish Yud Ches, section 218. It's a long tshuva, beautiful tshuva, fascinating tshuva, where he summarizes all of the shittas that exist in Chadash. Now, this is all even in the time of the Beis HaMikdash. Now let's understand about today's day, Chadash today, when there's no carbon oimer. So the klal is that Chadash is noyeg osa bezman hazah. That's what the place can write. The issue of Chadash is Bizman Habayis, and it's also Bizman Hazah. The question is, what about in Chutzlaret? So in Eretz Yisrael, of course, they're careful with Chadash. What about in Chutzlaret? So there are Jews who are careful about Chadash. But L'Poyol Mamish, we see, it's an expression of the Alter Rebbe in Shulchan Aruch, in, uh, in the laws of Sphere Soimer, in the laws of Chadash, Erechaim Simen Tov Peites, that Roiv HaOilam is not Nizr B'Yisr Chadash. Most Jewish communities in Chutzlaretz are not Nizah with Yisrochadosh. Why not? Why not? So there's a few reasons that are given. Number one is that they're soymich, they rely on the shita, that min it's mutter, 
And even the rabbis who prohibited it only prohibited it in places that are close to Eretz Yisrael, not far from Eretz Yisrael. There's such a shita that the Issa the Rabbanon is only in close places. And then there's another shita that it's Bechlal Mutamad Rabbanon. The whole Chutzlar is Mutamad Rabbanon. So therefore they rely on these shittas and hence they not Makbed on Chadash and Chutzlar. There's another shita, it's the shita of the Bach, the Bayez Chadash, who taina is that the Isser Chadash and Chutzlaretz only applies to grain that is owned by a Jew. But if when it was harvested it was owned by a non-Jew, then there's no Isser Chadash and Chutzlaretz. The Bir Hagra, the Vilna Gon, criticizes the shitta of the Bach very heavily, but Lapoil Mamash, this is a leniency of the Bach that has been embraced by many Jews. By many, many Jews have embraced it. Did everyone say that if I bring an Acher and Shalpesach Tafshed Mem? He said that he doesn't know a Jew in Brooklyn and even in Williamsburg who's careful about Chadash. If there is, Tavayel of Brachi should be blessed, but he doesn't know. So this means that actually the halacha, according to the halacha that has been embraced in many Jewish communities in Chutzlaretz, follows the second view of Rashi. The second view of Rashi, the view that speaks to the Nefesh Halakis, the view that says we're not going to Aser Chadosh in Chutzlarit, but Cholmash Vesechem does not mean to include Chadosh. I would like you to take a look at Ha'ara 10 because it addresses a little bit of this issue. Take a look in footnote 10 in the Sikha. Let's see inside. Al Pizet Tumta Kaisafis Rashi Shalom Du Mikan Shah Chadosh Noig Bechutzlarit. For like Kosov Bekitzik Betaras Kayanim. The Lashon of Rashi is a little strange. Rashi, when he brings the first view, he says, They learned out from this Pasuk, that Chadash is Noyeg B'chutz Laretz. Why didn't he just write clearly? What does it mean? That it's noig in Eretz Chutz Lord. It's not a limud from this pasuk. It's the literal pshat of the pasuk. In all the places where you live, it's not lomdu mikan. It's the pashat pshat Why couldn't he write it like in Torahs Koyanim from where he got it? Still right. What's Mister Lomdu Mikan? So the Rebbe says, based on what he explains inside inside the text, it's clear. Because the Pasuk is trying to teach us that Chadash is a Yotzim and a Klal. Because we learned before that the Klal is that Chayvus Haguf and not Chayvus Karka is Noyeg Bechal Moshvus. Chadash is not Chayvus Haguf, it's Chayvus Karka, right? It's the obligation of the soil. So therefore, it shouldn't be Noyeg Bechal Moshvus So that's why Rashi says, Shalom du Mikan. In other words, it's a Chiddush. It's a Chiddush. Lamdu Mikan, the Pasuk is teaching us that Chadash is a Yoitzim in Haklal. It's, it's a unique exception. But then he adds something very interesting. We can add something, at least L'chidudi. L'chidudi means, uh, you know, a chap. It's a sharp chap. Makam Perhaps we could teach what's Pshat Bechol Moshevei Seichem that even grain that grew in Eretz Yisrael but it was taken out of Chutz Loritz and it's Chadosh you're not allowed to eat it and that's Takah Pshat that's brought in Yerushalmi Kedushin and the Magen Avram brings it in Simen Tav Peites 
that Bechalmar Shveseichem does not mean Chadr's that grew in Chutzlarts. It grew in Eretz Yisrael, it was taken out of Chutzlarts. Don't think just because he took it out of Chutzlarts, it becomes Mutter. Val Pizegamir Vachnu She'enu Bistida La'Klal Dechayvus Karkana Yegis Agbaretz. And according to this Pshat, we gain a Gewaldic Indian. It does not contradict the principle that Chayvus Karka is only in Eretz Yisrael. Because we would say Bechalmar Shveseichem means the Tvua that grew in Eretz Yisrael that you took out of Chutzlarts. But if it grows in Chutzlarts, Taka, there's no so we 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 don't we're not contradicting the claw that Rashi brought about blood. So Lachayda would be very geshmak to touch b'cholmay shvesechem wherever you live. In other words, wherever you take the grain from Eretz Yisrael, it's aser. But Lachayda medayik Rashi. That's why Rashi is medayik. The yeshalomdu mikan shachodosh noyek b'chutz l'aretz. That there are those chachamim who learned out from this pasuk that chadash is noeg bechutz l'aretz. What does he mean? Keloimar lemeidim. They learn out from bechol meishveseichem shahachadash hahischachus hoisa bechutz l'aretz v'noeg bechutz l'aretz. Mashainkin bahanal shahischachus hoisa beeretz yisrael. What we learn out from here is that chadash is noeg in chutz l'aretz. What's that? Chadash is noeg in chutz l'aretz. Not pshat. That Chodosh is Noyig in Eretz Yisrael. And if you take the Tfuah out of Eretz Yisrael to Chutz Loritz, Chutz Loritz is not Mafkia. Chutz Loritz doesn't eliminate the Isser. Chodosh Noyig Chutz Loritz means that the din of Chodosh applies to Chutz Loritz. In other words, even when the grain, the Hischachos, the new grain, and the growth of this new grain happened in Chutz Loritz, it applies in Chutz Loritz. That's why he says, Yes, Shalom du Mikan, Bechol Meshveseichem. The Pshat is not Bechol Meshveseichem wherever you take the Tfuah. Wherever you live, the Din of Chadosh, uh, the, 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 the Din of Chadosh uh, applies. So this is what Rashi is Shailal, according to the first Shitta. The first Shitta holds that Chadosh itself, wherever it grows, is, um, is in, uh, is in Eretz Yisrael, is, is even, is even, is even in Chutzlarz. Now about your question with the last footnotes, that we learned before, it's not a contradiction. Here, let me show you. We were learning before. Go, go, go to those footnotes. Go to page. Uh, we were learning twenty-two, right? We were learning twenty-two. So the Rebbe was saying that uh, that the Oimer is brought from Eretz Yisrael. So therefore, it's Ma'irir Jews who live in the places from which, from which you could bring the Oimer, which is Eretz Yisrael. It's Ma'irir them. That they have this hargasha that the reishis k'tzircha comes is given to Hashem. So you're saying that in 22 he brought out that it's for all the Jews. Einachenami, it is for all the Jews, and the Beis Hamikdash is for all the Jews, and it's for the whole world, and and all the tefillahs go through the Beis Hamikdash. But take a look that. But your question he answers in 24. You see, take a look at 24. He says. And but in order that it should affect their nefesh, it should create a hergish in their soul, you need a maisa, something that they do that is ma'ayra them. So in Eretz Yisrael, they actually cut barley from a field and they bring the whole carbon and so on, and they go to a certain field and so on and so forth. But what about Chutz Laretz? And he says, and it's difficult to say that just counting the Omer in words is enough for this hergish. 
Or you're going to say the Jews in Chutzlars, they give a machtas hashekel, they give a donation. That's not enough. The fact that they give a donation once a year for all the karbanas sibur is a beautiful thing. The fact that you're saying Sviru Saimon is a beautiful thing. But there's an Indian of a Maisa. You see with all the karbanas, you see with most of the mitzvahs, it's about Maisa, it's about a certain action that creates a resonance in a person's heart. So now this is the Shaila. This is the Shaila. What do you do in Chutzlaretz? How do you evoke this passion in Chutzlaretz? From whose, because from their harvest, you don't bring, you don't bring a carbonimer. Yeah. Now, as far as what you didn't understand, let me, let me, uh, I'll give you an example from children, okay? You know, a child tells you, I'm bored, I'm bored, I don't, it's just a remote example, but I think, I think it could be applied. A child tells you, I'm bored, I don't have what to do. So you give the child, uh, like they do today, Here, here's a computer game, here, play. So he sits in front of a screen, he, fits in, he sits in front of a fixed, a fixed screen with a fixed game, with fixed rules, and he entertains himself. Or you could do the way they used to do it in the old days. Go outside, the world is yours, and go find what to do. And when kids are outside, they become very creative. They create structures, they climb up trees, they fall off trees, they create tree houses, they create tunnels, they discover, they discover pits. They create games with animals. They learn about the world in a very, very expansive and creative way. You didn't give them something to do. Here is the world. I have nothing to do. And you figure it out because imaginations of people is very, the imagination of people, especially young people, is extremely fertile. I'm giving you a dogma that Eb is saying the same thing could be applied here. You could tell a Jew in Chutzlaretz, you're in Chutzlaretz, okay. The carbonoimen is not being bought from your field. But you know what? Till Tazayin Nissen, till Yudzayin Nissen, there's no eating, there's no eating Chadash for you. The fact that he can't eat Chadash, this creates a certain Nisayrus. Or you don't give him a Nisar. No. You say, there's no issue of Chadash. You can eat whatever you want. In Eretz Yisrael, they can't eat. You can eat whatever you want. And now what happens? Now what happens? You didn't put the Isser on him. Fakert. You let him eat it. But now, he's free to imagine. He's free to wonder. He's curious. Why? Why don't I have the Isser Chadash? And that creates a yearning. It, you, you, it, it allows... It, it, basically, you tell him, I don't have anything to do for you. I'm not going to create Eretz Yisrael and Chutzlaretz. Chutzlaretz is Chutzlaretz. And now you let him soar in his mind. You let him soar in his heart. You know, it applies sometimes in many people's growth and healing. Sometimes people go through different challenges in life. So you say, okay, this is what you should do. This is the structure. This is how you should occupy your time. This is what you should do when this happens. And, and sometimes that's a very good idea. But sometimes we say, you know what? I have nothing to tell you. I don't, know, I don't know what to tell you. And as a result of that, the sky becomes the limit. I don't know how things are going to work out. I don't have clear options, clear alternatives, step one, step two, step three, step four. You're missing this. Let's replace it. What I tell you is I don't know. And sometimes you start thinking and you come up with unprecedented ideas. And the whole status quo is transformed. We don't always put you in a box and we create replacements. Sometimes the proper way is, I'm leaving it up to your own devices. 
I don't know where to go from here. And you know what? Now you're going to create a new reality based on your heart, based on your dreams, based on your passions, based on opportunities that may have never been imagined earlier as a result of everything being put into a structure. Which is right, which is wrong. There's no right and wrong. It's Chachme Yisrael. It's Chachme Yisrael. It's two perspectives. Elu ve'elu, divre lekim chayim. It's two paradigms. Both are applicable. Everything always depends. Depends who the person is. Depends, you know, depends what state of mind he is in. Depends which stage of life. Depends, as he says in the Sikh, if he's in touch with his Nefesh Bahamas or he's in touch with his Nefesh Alekis. If he's just trying to get away from responsibility, if he's just trying to find an excuse, if he's just living, operating on a level of the behemoth, then yes, then you just say, okay, this you could do, this you can do, and as a result of you not doing it, hopefully you will learn certain lessons. And if a person, if, if, if a person is more in touch with his, with his spirituality, with his depth, with his spiritual curiosity, with his yearning for transcendence, then you don't, you don't replace the Yisr. Fakert, Fakert, we're not replacing any Yisr, you're in Chutzlaretz, and, and you're going to find your own God. You're going to find your own Ruchnius. We're not going to replace anything. And what you may find may be incredibly infinite. It may transcend, transcend infinitely what we could have accomplished by creating an Isra for you. And these are the two, the two shittas, the two shittas of Chachma Yisrael. And, and according to Rashi, they both have equal, equal standing. Yesh Bazem Hashem Yesh Bazem Hashem Yeah. This class is brought to you by the yeshiva.net. Please help us continue the classes. Make even a small contribution at www.theyeshiva.net slash donate.